And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 73, after a long wait, of Dungeons, Dining, and Dorks. It's been a little while. We had a little bit of a hiatus. You know, things going on and all that. Hope y'all had... There's a lot going on. <laughs> Hope you yep. all had a, a uh, safe time, a fun time in our absence. We missed our recording, though. And we hope you missed us too. Anyway, yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot was going on, um, especially the holidays. The holidays has been quite hectic this year. Yeah, I'll yeah. say. This, ah, sorry, I'm counting. So, if you guys don't, I know we're not a video podcast here, but uh, Angela right here is trying is 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 crocheting. I I I can't find a better word for it. It's just crocheting in front of me right now and it's, it's it keeps my hands busy <laughs> it does keep her hands busy <laughs> it also makes me need to stop and count every once in a while exactly as far um, as i can tell crocheting involves a lot of counting not so much as math maybe a little bit math but uh, it depends on if you're if you're uh it's if you're following a pattern or if you're creating a pattern if you're creating a pattern holy cow there's a lot of math now, is there yarn in crocheting? Y- yarn? Yes. Yes. Oh, is... Edwin, is there is dice in Dungeons and Dragons? Well, I don't know. I'm not familiar with crocheting. All I know is that it involves, like, quasi-medieval-looking things. And... <laughs> uh, yes. Are you talking about the pick? Okay. Is that what it's called? I don't it's know. A, no. It's a hook. It's the. It's, it's a hook. It requires hooks. It's a hook. Okay. Yes. Crochet requires hooks. Knitting requires... The long skinny needle things. Well, yes, it takes yarn. This I know this looks like just really thick thread here, but most crochet takes yarn anywhere from really skinny yarn to really really thick fluffy yarn. Uh, they have different weights, different ver- different materials, different feels, and I have become a yarn addict. Yes, you have. Yeah. And. There's yarn everywhere. I'm finding them in baskets. I'm finding little <laughs> threads of them in the living room. I'm finding them... I don't know. Uh, if... Okay, so if you're living with a person with with that's crocheting or knitting or anything like that, do you tend to find these little things that just happen to be like between the couch cushions <laughs> or the... Like stuck in random places like, well, I don't know, under blankets... And in pillows, I haven't found them in food yet. No, they don't. Well, that's good. <laughs> yes, that's good. The yarn does not show up in food, because if yarn is showing up in food, that means someone is crocheting around food, which means their project is likely to be messy. You you do not want your project to end up messy. Nor smell like food. Cause... Nor smell like food because that's yeah, that's not pleasant. Um, <laughs> I found some in the car. In the car. It's in the yes. car. The car is okay. The car is okay. <laughs> yes, the, I I dragged my crochet around to places. So yes, it ended up in the car. Okay. To be fair, I don't know what crocheting, you know, yarn, finding it in weird places is like. However, I do know that when I was doing cross stitch, like thread would appear in the most random places. Yep. Like you would, you would, you know, 
like promise yourself that you would clean up every every little piece of thread. But nope, there'll be <laughs> something stuck in your jeans or yep. Well, all it wherever. needs to do is get caught on something and then it follows you until it finds a better thing to be stuck to. Yeah, well, that's true. I'm I'm uh yeah, it's it is what it is. There's a lot. She's got boxes of yarn everywhere. I, I not everywhere. My yarn is mostly contained in the in my crafty room. She went to. She she got out of work one time and she said that she wanted to wait for traffic. <laughs> and she ended up over at Michael's. And if you don't know what Michael's is, it's just it's this like arts and crafts store. It's a chain arts and crafts store that happens to be very near her work. She said she wasn't gonna buy anything. I was gonna. I said I was going to try not to buy any yarn. <laughs> and she bought yarn. <laughs> she bought yarn. To be fair, one of the no, I think all the yarn I bought was clearance, and it was only like two skeins, I think. Hmm. Anyways. And, and one of one of them that I bought, it was the last one. Well, please, so for those of you who are listening, please forward us if you can, um, like, Yarn Anonymous or any <laughs> any things that will help subsidize this addiction of Angela's. It, or if you need if you need to find some good sources of yarn, I found some some very <laughs> lovely websites to, to... Don't be don't be a gateway, Angela. I found some lovely web, <laughs> websites where one can find many, many varieties of yarn, including yarn.com, darngoodyarn.com, yarnspirations.com, which is actually a direct from a yarn manufacturer, hobby with two B's and two I's.com, paradise yarns, <laughs> Dot com, which sells in bulk, but you do have to pay shipping because they're in Turkey. Uh, lionbrand.com, which is a brand of yarn. And uh, if you're looking for patterns on the cheap or free, uh, you can go to a website called ravelry.com, which has tons and tons of of uh, bookmarks for patterns that you can search them. It's a hot mess, but it's a, it's a useful hot mess. <laughs> I, would like, I would like to also add that Angela is not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, Angela's not sponsored by any of these people. None of those. It's just None an addiction. It is an just addiction. Just letting you know. However, if anyone is from any of those websites, I mean, she won't. I, she... I, I would. I would not object to a sponsorship from a from a uh, yarn. She may consider. So she she will consider. Ex- she, she will accept sponsorship from yarn companies. Apparently. <laughs> well, right now I am. I am. On the tail end of making a shawl with some, uh, oh, what what it is, um, number one weight yarn from Yarn Arts, and one of their Yarn Arts flowers, going lime green to dark green to purple, and it makes me happy. Well, it was a good day to do it. If the, <laughs> so, we're recording this episode. Um, right after a, what can only be described as a dumping of snow, a slow dumping of snow. Yes, it is Minnesota. And yes, we shouldn't be complaining because we do choose to live here in Minnesota. <laughs> I do want to say so. something though, regarding of the snowstorm. Yeah. Cause prior to when the snow actually hit, the for- local forecaster said that over, it'll be what? 18 to 22 inches 
So about <laughs> two feet of snow. It, it, those... it was supposed to be a very large amount of snow. Supposedly. And the biggest like dumping was supposed to happen Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Yeah, that didn't happen. So, like, yeah. <laughs> well, so... actually, I shouldn't say that. It did rain. Per- I mean, not rain. Snow. Snow pretty hard. Um overnight at least here because i mean it gave my snowblower a pretty good workout here (laughs) (laughs) so i went through four batteries by 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 the way that's how good of a workout this was you have the electrical yeah yeah, i have the ego yeah we've got a a Uh, ego battery powered uh snow yes i'm trying to be environmentally friendly i have an ego (laughs) an ego snowblower and these are one of the only times I wish I actually had a big honking gas-powered one because, um, especially when the plow goes through our neighborhood, it likes to leave what can only be described as a wall. Yeah, wall. Wall sounds like <laughs> in, accurate. In front of our driveway. The, the last major snowstorm that we had, it dumped yeah. a wall on our driveway and Edwin got beached trying to come home. Yeah. 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 Like the car ended up like the, the wheels weren't hardly touching yeah, the ground. Yeah, it wasn't good. So I'm just looking up actual like accumulations from uh, Care Eleven, which is a local um, news news from here. It's it's local news so, here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so Minneapolis got 16.7 inches. That sounds about right. Uh, mini, mini the MSP airport. Got about 13.1 inches. Uh, 14.5 inches for Bloomington, which is near me. 16.4 inches in Hopkins. And so it, it's it's uh, not it's, as close as no. you know, two feet. So they were so they were off by eight inches. <laughs> so. Based on this little list, I'm pretty sure there's more, but both on the little list. Do you know where Tauntaun is? Not Star Wars related. (laughs) I was going to say, isn't that over in in Dagobah somewhere? The town town of Tauntaun, T-A-U-N-T-O-N. It's in Lyon County? Where is that? I have no idea. I was going to say, I hope it smells better on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they they are the ones that recorded with the most with 21 inches. So it's close. Hey, at least someone got up to the 20s. So, yeah, but everyone, like, yeah, down here, it's, but, like, 17 or less. Yeah. So I worked from homeless today because of that, of the snowstorm, and I'm kind of glad I did because I did check, when I was when I was uh, in my office working, I did pull up um, traffic, um, you know, yeah. like, a tra- traffic reports. Uh, 511 Minnesota is, is basically what we have it here. And yeah. it was a lot of purples and reds. Oh, ah. and so I think there was like 200, 300, somewhere around there. I, I, a lot. I, a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. And it was, it did, I, I was pulling up cameras and every, almost every single camera I saw, like there was someone stuck or someone, there was like That's a, good. there was a semi truck that got stuck on a, on a ramp. Oh, yeah. Trying to get up the ramp and he just couldn't get up the ramp. It's, I saw, I saw on Twitter. That our governor like posted like a like a declaration, it's like a peacetime emergency or whatever. Yeah. And they had like, like the army like, 
National Guard he came recruited, out. Or, yeah, National yeah. Guard recruited in to help people get unstuck, clear roads, make sure everyone's there safely yeah. or whatever. I'm like, okay, so if that's the case, I am gonna call it in a snow day, <laughs> which is what I did. I, I was rewatching Doctor Who episodes. Nice. Yep. That sounds like an excellent activity for a snow day. <laughs> it, yeah. It is. <laughs> I was working from home. They they closed down the the uh, they closed down the production area at my workplace. Yeah. But anybody who was office work and could work from home was encouraged to work from home. They encouraged they it. Yeah, they they did say if you cannot <laughs> More like if you can choice. <laughs> well, no, it was it was a if you cannot work from home or if you choose not to you can use PTO or have an unpaid day off. Yeah. But the office was closed. The office yeah, was my, closed. Yeah, yeah they, my office was closed uh, today. Yeah. So they, Thursday. So. Yeah. They were not letting anybody come in just because they, they would rather have people be safe. Yeah. Well, so I know those of you who are listening in Canada and all the other snow things, like, yeah, it's probably just a dusting to you guys. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean... We don't usually get this much snow in the Twin Cities. And at least not in one go. Not in one go. It's usually like spread over time. And so yeah. it's, it is, uh, it was a good day for snow. I did feel bad though for the kids. Cause, yeah. oh my gosh, I was listening to, I was listening to, um, you know, like the school closings and a lot of it was, E-learning, online learning day, e-learning, e-learning, online learning day. Oh my gosh, no <laughs> the, more snow days. The death There's no, Welcome the to death, the modern world, the kids. The <laughs> death of snow days. There's, kids will rarely, rarely experience yep. what the joy is, what the joy was to have a snow day. Yep. But, Edwin, you and Angela were somewhere nicer Oh, Before yeah. the snow came, yes, we were somewhere so much. Oh my warmer. gosh, I oh. kind of wish, I kind of wish that we took that trip this week rather than what was it two weeks ago? Yeah, um, Angela and I went to Las Vegas for Angela's birthday, and that's what I wanted for my birthday so was a vacation. <laughs> Angela wanted a vacation; she wanted to go to Las Vegas, and so we had to. Make, I had to make it happen, right? <laughs> so we did. So. We spent what was it like five days, um, four and a half days in Vegas or something like that. Let's see. We got there Tuesday, Tuesday morning. See, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and, we and then we left early on, Saturday morning. Yeah, we so came it was back on basically Saturday. Basically, four days. Yeah, so it's four days. Um, sixty-eight and sunny every single freaking day. Was... Sixty-eight and sunny. Nice. Oh my gosh! It was a perfect, perfect weather. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't hot at all. I'd been to Vegas when it was like 110 degrees and you were practically, you know, convection oven um, roasting in, you know, in the midday sun. In your own juices. In your own juices. <laughs> because there are not juices there yeah. other than booze. <laughs> yeah. So, in, <laughs> so it was really, really nice. Although the pools were closed and everything like that, but we weren't planning on... You know, going to the pools or anything you, like that. So, you were there for the food. We were there for the food. 
Oh my gosh, the food. Oh. We were there for the food. We went I to died. so many different restaurants. We went to some really, really nice restaurants. We went to a... Um, we went to... Conveyor uh, belt sushi. Yeah, went, yeah Andrew, we took, I took Angela to conveyor belt sushi. Sapporo's. If you guys don't know what that is, in, in Las Vegas... There's a bunch mm-hmm. of them, but we went to the one that was on south of the south of the no, was it south of the strip? It was just past. It was like maybe like a half a mile away from the was that uh, Mandalay Bay? Yeah, Mandalay mm-hmm. Bay. So we had we rented a car because we were on the north side of the strip. And if anybody's been to Vegas, when they say a block away. They don't mean a block away. They mean 10 blocks away because each block <laughs> is 10 blocks. You know, oh, that's, boy. That, that is the, that is the, uh, the exchange, right? It's, At least you got your steps in. If 30, <laughs> you decide to 30, walk the block. 20 plus 30,000 steps a day. We had blisters. <laughs> first day. <laughs> On the first day. And I brought my hiking shoes, like the ones I take for like long walks. Mm-hmm. And still had blisters. I had good Ugh. socks, and I still had blisters. And I, what I, was it like the second or third? The second day, I was like, maybe we should rent this rascal scooter. <laughs> was, we we almost did it, but we ended up deciding against it. Which Friday night we were kind of wishing that we did. <laughs> yeah, Friday night we were wishing that we did. And but I gotta tell you, like we went to a French bistro restaurant in Paris, Paris. Yeah, the, that was really nice. The we went to Noodle Den. Noodle Den over at yep. the Sahara. That it's was Sahara. That was really good. Yep. And, and I got their soup dumplings, and I love. I've decided yeah. I love soup dumplings. Yep. And there was cool. we went to in a very long, for for quite a while. I haven't been to a buffet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we tried three times to go to a buffet. Uh. That's how we got most and, of the blisters. And apparently, apparently, buffets close at three o'clock during the off season, and we went all the way to Excalibur for the buffet, which was on the other side of the strip. And there's a monorail that runs, you know, parallel to the strip, and it was still a long walk <laughs> to it. It was. I mean, I felt like we couldn't. We're, we're never going to get out of MGM. <laughs> I felt like it was just like this is this is never ending, like it was like just I it's bigger. I think those those it's like trying to get out of the Mall of America where every single ho- like casino hotel was the size of the Mall of America. Hmm. You know? it's, it's what it feels like. It's <laughs> not. what it feels like. It's not the reality, but it's what it feels like because all of them are just so meandering, so darn huge, and but. Yeah, we did a lot of eating, and I gotta tell you something. You like when you think you tasted food, you really haven't tasted food unless you go to some of these like really like high end restaurants, you know, and these some pretty good, you know, like you know, pretty good restaurants. Like there's something that what was that thing I had at Noodle Den that was just like it was melting your mouth. Oh, uh, you had some. It was some pork it belly. It was a braised braised pork belly. Yeah, I think. I, braised, oh yeah. Yeah, I thought lechon was good. <laughs> like this, I thought. Uh, I thought uh, you know, like um, um, 
you know, like there's like this like braised like Filipino uh, pork belly thing, and it was like almost like that, except for it was, I thought it was actually better. Like I was, I was blown away by it. Okay, you did not see that while we were there. It was, it was good. (laughs) Like I was, I wanted to, I I kind of wish I didn't run out, (laughs) but I did. But then here's the thing too: you're gonna pay a lot of money out the nose, out the nose for these things. Like it's like four dollars for water. Are you kidding me? That was insane. Like everything was like like I thought it's like it was like going to like an AMC theater and trying to get something. Like you're you're gonna be paying for a lot of money for like little things. Yeah, isn't that Las Vegas though? If you're on the strip, yes. If you're off the strip, no. (laughs) <laughs> like if you, you if you leave the strip things are fairly affordable oh yeah like if you're like if you're like you know milling you know like in the where the you know people who actually live in las vegas go then it's like normal prices yeah. yeah like we we hit up the jollybee yeah we went to jollybee there yeah there's, we <laughs> yes we discovered there yes. is a filipino basically a filipino market there yeah so there was a jollybee a Red, Red ribbon, ribbon and a Chow King, all and in the same spot. All in the same spot. I was. Nice. It was like going into a Gaisano mall. <laughs> those those prices were reasonable. What you basically oh, expect? It was, uh, it was so. It was nice and in like it was like cheaper than going to a Culver's here. Yeah. So, it, like, <laughs> so yeah, it it was it was reasonable and yeah. um. Let's see, we were. If you go to like one of the drugstores, we went to a drugstore actually just across the street from our hotel. Yeah, we went to a Walgreens. Yeah, we went to we went to the Walgreens there, and we got water for cheap. Yeah, it was cheap. It wasn't four dollars a for a sixteen ounce bottle. We got we got Mm. things to treat our blisters on our feet. for a reasonable price. Yep. Just like the moment you step onto the strip, everything just like everything just like skyrockets. Yeah, quadruples in a major way. But that's it is what it is. I mean, Las Vegas runs on tourism. It's yeah, that's what yeah. they run on, and there isn't really anything else there except for tourism. So I get it. But your yeah. your 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 hotel is fairly cheap. Your flights are crazy cheap. But everything else. But everything, it's like it's like the opposite of going to the Philippines. Is basically what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. But- all told, yeah. all told, I had a fantastic time. It was yeah, a great. It was a great time, and it was sixty-eight yes, degrees and sunny. Yes, bir- happy belated birthday, and <laughs> welcome to back to Minnesota with a snowstorm. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was. Uh, what have you been doing, Pam? <laughs> um, trying to establish my own life. So, just a very quick update. Um, to those listeners that have listened to, to, to our past episodes, um, my husband, well, my husband, Jeff and I are, are, have divorced. Um, we are, it's been finalized. We are now living in our own residences. I am now living in an apartment that is closer to civilization that (laughs) I actually am enjoying. And, um, I've been going to a lot of concerts lately. Really? And I think yes. And 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 this is the reason why I was late to coming to recording. 
I actually enjoyed DoorDash. <laughs> We've been talking it's... about DoorDash during the pandemic. You, you guys didn't have... Well, the... So, yeah. So, look, well, where we lived before, no one would deliver. Yeah, it's DoorDash no... doesn't deliver there. Because it's in the middle of nowhere, Minnesota. Like, it's... Like, you're, like, way out in the... Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you lived way out in the sticks. I mean, when you see tractors yes. and combines warring in front of your house. Yeah. I mean, granted, I am still living in kind of like the western suburbs, but it's not in the middle of cornfields. So I have no fear of, you know, getting lost or getting, <laughs> like, no escape from a potential murderer or, some, or anything like those horror tropes. Um... But yeah, it's just establishing a new life for me. I have a huge Grogu plushie. Grogu. <laughs> it's Grogu. Oh, by, yeah, by the way, The Mandalorian is coming out on March, and I am excited about I'm that. Kind of interest, I'm kind of wondering what that's going to be like, especially one of the main characters is not going to be there anymore. No, but so. Grogu is still a baby, and that's all that matters to me. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be a baby for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Considering, like, was that Yoda was like thousands and thousands of years old, like, nine hundred years old, yeah, when he or passed. something. Yeah, I mean, maybe Yoda Grogu is gonna be Grogu, young Grogu for a while. Yeah, I honestly think Grogu is like the best thing that ever happened to the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever watch what is that? That um. Oh my gosh, the the other one that's on Disney Plus. Um, the Book of Fett? Willow? Oh. No. I would, I, not are you not Book of Star Fett. Wars or what? Yeah, it was it was the one it was the prequel to Rogue One. Andor? 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 I, I can't get into it. It 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 is definitely different. Um it's it's okay. It's not exactly my great the greatest series. Yeah. Um, I, I just can't get into it. Like I, I'm sitting there. I'm like getting bored like half the way. I'm like, oh. I will. I will say like there is no like comedic to like lessen the dra- drama. Yeah. You know, with Grogu, it. Grogu was there. He was like the comedy relief. Yeah. So it's, um, it's basically a very different vibe than the rest it, of the Star Wars. It's. it's you know what? I'll, I won't talk to him about it now, but maybe in a later episode. I'm. It's. There, I have a problem with today's shows. But <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Have that as the next episode. I'll have the next. I'll have the next. It'll be <laughs> next episode. We will plan for an a segment which we I think we'll call Edwin rants. <laughs> <laughs> that is true though. So okay, so, so new, year, new year, new year, new section, new you, <laughs> new, new section, new phone, who dis? Yeah, new phone, who dis? <laughs> You're Sorry. back in civilization land. DoorDash is awesome. You can try yes. Grubhub too. There's another thing they probably would try. There's oh my god, there's so <laughs> many different things that yeah. I'm you like. can have Instacart. You can have you can groceries, have groceries delivered. delivered to you now. Shush, shush. You guys are bad influencers. Oh my hey, Pam, God. Guys, you you're should... spoiling me. What? <laughs> you should come over and learn to crochet oh or my God. knit. Here we go. I do want to. I do want to. 
Angela, be patient with me. <laughs> I have yarn you can use. You can. You can. I have a lot of cross stitch projects that I've been put on hold for years. You two can start crocheting while you guys order DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> and you you come and join us and you just eat and rant <laughs> I will, I will, i'll eat whatever you get on doordash oh my gosh i just remember i just remember like we just started order doordash and you guys were like oh like i have to go to chaska to get a thing or i have to go <laughs> i have like, to yeah. drive 45, like 45 minutes. minutes away to get a thing and it's like wow the one thing that i do miss when i you, you used to live in nowheresville is the mom and pop shops that you know you can't you know order delivery like bong guards the cheese oh thing. yeah i yeah, i do yeah, yeah. miss that i think that's the only thing that i miss actually <laughs> the, that cheese was good <laughs> oh i bet i mean that cheese they also had sandwiches too that were very yummy too. yeah we i've had their sandwiches mm -hmm. they're excellent i'm i am a big sucker for farm shops like I yes. found this out about me past couple of years. I like farm shops. I'll go to a farm like there, shop. <laughs> I think there will be a time and then if there's a weekend that I want to go somewhere but don't want to like go on vacation yeah. far away, just choose a, like a like a little town that is within an hour or so drive, just drive there and then just search for like a small shop. Just <laughs> peruse and just see the little treasures there it's 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 well, its own vacation they have those now they have uh something called was it ag was it agro like you can go to a you can go book a room at a farm like a it's like a kind of like, it's a, like a bed and bed yeah airbnb bed and breakfast type thing and you can stay oh. at a farm and you can and it's like an educational thing. A lot of families are doing it now. Ooh. And there's so, a bunch of them in Minnesota. And you, they'll feed you local produce. You can go feed oh, wow. chickens. You can go pet cows. You can go you can go milk a cow if you want to. You can huh. drive a track. It's like that. It's just one of those things that... Agro-experience. Yeah, it's like an agro-experience. And... I found out um, actually yesterday that there's one in Finlayson. Where's that? And it's just right off 35, but like when you when you're on your way to Duluth, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's north. It's about you know, about an hour and a half away, and that's basically what they do. And they converted really cool. part of a barn, like this old barn, they converted into a livable. Like apartment space. Edwin. What? I need to feed chickens. Uh oh. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, it's it's one of those things that it's it's a big thing now and I I kinda wanna do it and they'll they'll even teach you how to you know like if you're really into like planting and gardening and taking care of animals, they'll teach you how to do that. It's kinda That's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. So so Given that, so I, I don't think I can do that on my birthday, though. No, because it's it's February and it's gonna be cold as hell. Yeah, yeah. Kind of want to do this like <laughs> June. Um, <laughs> do it. So, Pam, you uh, is, who put this on here? You have something to say about? I didn't. I did not. 
I I have who, no idea how that ended how up. How did that end up there? I don't know. But let's <laughs> talk about your other thing, Edwin. Oh, yes. Is is are are we are are we needing to shut up and listen? Yes. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Okay, so I found this out, and actually it's going on right now. I think it started back on the 20th, so it's about two or three days ago. Um, do you remember, what's your favorite PS2 game that involves rainbows? I know what you're talking about. I've fallen so far off the gaming. Katamari Damashi. That one. Katamari Damashi. See, you say gaming and rainbows, and I'm just like, no, no, no. I knew it when she started to the tune on it. I'm like, oh, I know that. I just don't know, remember the name. I found this out on. Just today, and it's been going for the past two days, and apparently if you go, you can get Katamari Damachi for free. Uh, re- Katamari Damachi re-roll for free on your Nintendo Switch. I... I... <laughs> <laughs> and... Is it for free? You said for free. Well, here's a here's a caveat. Actually, I should I should. Oh, okay. This. There's a catch. Yeah, like, there's a little that's catch. That's a bit too it is good. A, it is a trial thing, but you can play it between oh. now. You can get it between now and I think the 26th, and you can get it on for your. Um, you can get it and play it on your ten, Nintendo Switch. So, all three of us have a Nintendo Switch, and if you really like the game, you better go get it. Because there's unlimited time when when you can get it. So think of it as a, you know, a epic online free game. <laughs> so, so you have until then to get it for free. Afterwards, they'll charge you? Or No, you can just have it. Or... <laughs> oh, okay. So February 26th is the last day. So it's been going oh, on since February 20th. So it's got, we've got three days, Pam. Three days. Three days to search for for my Nintendo Switch because I forgot where I placed it. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I actually heard about the whole uh, Katamari thing uh, yesterday when my sister sent me a couple of videos of her her girls were playing with these uh, magnet building toys that I sent them for Christmas, and they had built this little kind of box. And they were rolling the box around the floor, and then suddenly, one of them starts going na 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 na. <laughs> they know of Katamari, and they have turned their magnetic bo- blocks into Katamaris, so they can roll off the rest of the blocks. Oh, <laughs> oh that's cute. <laughs> oh, it cracks me up so much. You, it makes me so happy. For those of you who don't know what Katamari does, you think of the most like trippy trippy Japanese game <laughs> it's trippy I'm sorry first time I ever played it I'm like there's a king with rainbow with a rainbow coming out of his mouth you can only take drugs and come up with it I'm sorry it's, <laughs> it's, it's but the premise <laughs> of the game is basically you're this little guy and you have this ball yes and you use the ball to gather up 
items and objects. A ton of things. Yeah. And make Huge it as variety. big as you, you... Yeah, you have to make it as big as you can to present it to... The king of all cosmos. The king of all cosmos with a rainbow coming out of his mouth. <laughs> so... The, the royal rainbow! The royal I mean, rainbow. What? <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't it like you create it and it gets made into a star if you if you Something make it like if you make it big enough it becomes a star uh, you get so many stars and it becomes a constellation but you're basically the uh the king of all cosmos had a bit of a bender one night and now it is your duty because he can't be bothered to basically <laughs> roll up all these katamaris so they can become stars so he can so that he can fix it basically you're cleaning up his mess <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Uh, That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah, all, all Play all this, this game instead. <laughs> yeah, all the while there is a background story going on with regular people, and there's this creepy little girl who's like, if you if you succeed in a certain number of if you no wait hang on, when you finish a constellation, you get just this little clip of this girl, and she's very blocky, and she's just like. I feel it. I feel the cosmos. Like, what? What does that even mean? No, that's the absinthe that you know. just drank. <laughs> that's, that's what that is. I don't know, and you know what? I'm okay. It, but it is. It's a fun game. I get it. It, was, it is a fun game. It's a little addicting. So, but so is it just trippy. that game? It's that I, you could get it, for free, It's or? just that game. I, it's something I just came across. You know, it's not like in the. It's, you don't have to have like a subscription plan. You don't have to have, a, you know, like Nintendo Online, whatever the heck that thing they have. You can just get it. So, cool. <laughs> yeah, till the 26th. Um, yeah. So, uh, Angela, you have a story for us? I do. You have a story for us. Now, before I get into the story, I'm going to... Uh... I'm I'm going to acknowledge that uh, in the time we were gone, there was that uh, Dungeons and Dragons drama. Uh, oh yes. Yeah, so we're aware of it. Um, we're we, I personally have been watching it kind of closely. Um, if you out there really want to play games but are just really turned hold, off of the whole. Uh, hold that thought. Hold on. <laughs> Anyway, if you've just been turned off of the whole idea of Dungeons and Dragons because of the drama, but you'd still like to play some sort of tabletop roleplay game, there are other systems you can look into. Um, I've got a list of some that you can look at, um, including uh, Fate, Powered by the Apocalypse, Pathfinder, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, Sentinel Comics RPG, Cyberpunk, Shadowrun, Exalted, and Vampire the Masquerade. They're suited to different uh, settings. Um, there's more than that. Those are That's just a list of ones that I'm aware of. But if you really, really are wanting to play a tabletop RPG, 
but not wanting it to be Dungeons and Dragons, those are some of your options. What I like about it is that like stuff like uh, I think cyberpunk, it's not it is fantasy, but not necessarily the medieval fantasy. Yeah. So if you want that type of uh, like environment. Yeah, it's it's very much uh, future sci-fi drama or future sci-fi fantasy. Yep. Um, Is that the one that was made into a video game? Yeah, Cyberpunk is the one that was okay, made into okay. a video game. Um, Shadowrun also has video games, but I'm not sure which came first. I would have to ask a friend of mine which came first. I just know that the the they're on 6th edition, but 5th edition had a lot of weird issues in the publication. <laughs> um, I, know, anyway. I know Vampire Masquerade was a video game. Because yeah. I played the crap oh, out yeah, of that in the that 2000s. There is also, I believe, I don't know if it's been published yet or if it's still in, in progress, uh, The Witcher. There is a game system for Ooh. The Witcher. Nice. It, I don't know if it's been published or if it's still in the works or testing phases, but it's a thing. <laughs> I, I, will, I will say this. There is a My Little Pony Oh yes. There's a My there's Little a Pony little system. RPG. Oh boy. <laughs> comes the I think there's also a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one somewhere out there. I don't know for sure, but there if you There's want... also Yeah, there's also other, you know, backgrounds like if you like like cultural stuff. I know there there Edwin and I want are wanting to try one that's based on Filipino folklore. Yep. Called um Island, what was it? Sina Una. Yep. Sina Una is technically a Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's based on Dungeons yeah, and Dragons. Oh, never mind. It's yeah. using the Dungeons and Dragons rule set. However, um, because a lot of the a lot of the drama stemmed around um, third party content creators, and a lot of that has been resolved in, at this point. By all means, if you if you're used to the Dungeons and Dragons systems and you just don't want to give your money to Wizards of the Coast, by all means, buy new content from third-party creators. Yeah. Yes, they have to pay what pay royalties to Wizards of the Coast for it. However, they are getting most of the money if you're getting it from a third party. Yeah. I know like, f- like through... Uh, I know Fate is similar to the D&D stuff. What's that? Fate is similar to, to that system. Fate is... Wildly different, actually. Is it different? It uses completely it, different dice. That was, I thought that was the one that. What was it like? Pat, Will Wheaton was made, was was uh, was playing with. Will Wheaton probably with, played some Fate. Uh, but I thought it was Pathfinder is the one that was based on third edition. Third edition, yeah, I yeah. know that. No, Fate uses completely different dice. Is that the one with like the two-sided dice or like yeah, three-sided dice or whatever the heck? Yeah, basically three-sided dice. You've got a plus, a minus, and a blank side. Yeah. So those are called fudge dice. Yeah. So yeah, it, it uses a different system. Um, I just re- I'm trying to remember the one that that I saw Geek and Sundry was was playing way long ago, and I thought it was Fate. If I know they were play, I know they played um, one called Dread. Yeah, but no, this and is like- and there's another horror system. I think it's called Ten Candles, but I'm not sure. And- um, I'm guessing that. Will Wheaton was probably playing Monster of the Week. That's I don't my know. guess. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. 
I'll have to look it up, but... Um, Don't quote us on that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's hear a story. <laughs> yeah, let's hear a story. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures. I'm going to have to admit, I, I may have indulged my inner evil for this one. This is a... This is a little campaign, kind of a mini campaign I've been running in a uh, play-by-post that I participate in. One of the characters, his name is Thrax, he's a vampire. He's got a, uh, he's got a fiance. Well, his fiance suddenly started showing signs of a curse. This curse was coming from as they found out a demon that Thrax had offended. Well, he was looking for solutions, trying to call in favors. He's been around for a long time and was finally approached by one Barnaby Jones. Barnaby Jones as he's been calling himself, was secretly the halfling god of thieves and trickery, Brander Barris. He told Thrax, yes, his fiance was very close to one of his followers a long time ago, like in, in her youth. So, because she was good to one of his followers, he felt he owed her a boon, and that boon he had decided would be granting Thrax a boon. And he told Thrax the way he could remove or change the curse that was happening to his fiance was to go to Asmodeus's realm and steal directly from Asmodeus himself. The harder the object was to steal, the more Branderberis could do to help. So, Thrax gathered up some of his companions. He was terrified of bringing them into such a dangerous place. But, companions went with him, and they traversed through the corporate offices of Avernus. They oh yes, Avernus, it turns out, the headquarters, at least in my version, are very, very corporate. They wandered through sterile hallways, hallways meant to feel as oppressive as possible and as dreary, as hopeless as they could possibly be. They encountered various devils and ghosts and other horrible things. At one point, Thrax ended up possessed, unknowing it. And eventually they did reach the president's office where awaited inside was Asmodeus himself. The party was terrified. But they tried they tried to keep their cool. And Asmodeus was unfortunately a far too hospitable host. What kind of host would I be if I didn't let you have some of your entertainment in trying to reach me? 
what kind of host would I be if I didn't make it exciting? Now, since I am in a generous mood, I understand you're here to steal from me. Well, go ahead. Take whatever you like. Consider it a gift. They could no longer steal except what they had already stolen. And they don't know it yet, but they will soon. One of the people that they rescued in their efforts to reach Asmodeus is their one hope of giving something to Brander Barris in order to save Thrax's fiance. Corporate? <laughs> oh yeah, I <laughs> I had so much fun just like interpret interpreting Avernus because I do not have that I do not have that source book. I know the source book for Avernus exists, but rather than using that or even referencing anything about that, I decided to make uh, Asmodeus's personal building, his personal headquarters, into a very corporate setup. Like their first when they first arrived, they showed up in. Um, they, they showed up in a very abandoned, um, quote unquote, accounting department. <laughs> accounting department. The accounting department. Accounting department with stacks of, of things to do a mile high. Here's everything the was accounts gray. receivable pile. Hey, that's, <laughs> that's my department. <laughs> everything was gray and dreary and just absolutely oppressive. Like, dust, like, there, there was no one there. Like, that department, that particular part of the department had been empty for a while, but it was meant to basically suck those souls dry. So nobody was paying the bills is basically in this corporation. Well, that's that's for another department <laughs> to deal with. But they had like a the wink with notices <laughs> on desk. They had a a Karen's department. A Karen's department. Uh, that's not my is, department. <laughs> this, no offense to anyone who actually has the name of Karen. This is the uh, this is colloquial the... definition. Yes. Um, yes. I know not all Karens. Uh, and but, I know yeah, not the, all Chads are. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but this is for like those those kinds of people who would uh, who would basically demand to see a a manager for their failure to read a sign correctly or just assume the customer is always right. Uh, so there's a department just for them. Um, there were there's several corporate departments. But separate um, from the customer service department. Yeah, the, there was. <laughs> Yeah, there. Oh, there was a customer service department. <laughs> Basically, uh, the I had it set up like I actually explained this in the game. Like, if the Karens like got to a certain point, they would be transferred into customer service or the gift shop. By the way, the gift shop sells nothing that anybody actually needs; just the things that they have to settle for. <laughs> so toothbrush, okay. but no brand names. They're all generic. 
All generic. All generic, all oversized, all stiff bristle, n- nothing actually decent. Uh, the toothpaste is all the gross flavors um, and the stuff that just... I'm thinking of a store like that. But... Yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah, um, there was a receptionist that they encountered, a uh, very large, uh, very large devil with, with, like, a suit, a teeny tiny skinny tie, uh... He'd forgotten his glasses, so he couldn't see very well, and just you know, just a big monstrous guy. But he he was wearing a suit and tie, and just like, oh yes, I understand. You want to see the, the manager? I'm afraid I can't let you see the manager. They are off duty at the moment. Is there anything else I can do? Oh no no no! I've got an appointment with your mother for that next week. <laughs> I oh jeez! Wow. I have, and I, wow. on, yeah, it's like <laughs> no, but, and, but yeah, it's, but yeah. So, like, at one point they forgot that I had a very corporate setup, and they're like, "Where are the rocks? Can I hide behind a rock formation?" Like, there's no rock formations here. You've got a janitor's closet you can duck into. <laughs> they they also had they also had a companion following them around. Baruch, and he was a total traitor the entire time. I, I had contacted one of the players and said, hey, do you want to play a, a secret villain? And she was like, oh, heck yeah, sign me up. It's just I, it's just funny when I hear something some completely like, completely away from like what we would call like a, like a, a pretty traditional like D&D campaign. All of a sudden you have like it's like Acquisitions Incorporated. You know, it's like they made yeah. a they made a business. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they ended up in a training room for a while. <laughs> wow. With not enough materials, uh, name badges that were all a jumble. Um, I know how to. I I think I know what I'm going to do if, if I ever become a DM again. <laughs> Instead of a dungeon, it's going to be a corporate building. <laughs> a little bit too close to reality, oh. man. A little oh, bit the- too close to reality. <laughs> oh, but the reactions! Oh, they were fantastic. When it was like the moment I had here, they were they they were in Asmodeus's offices. They're looking around like, what can I steal? What can I steal? What's close by that I could steal? Can I sneak over there and steal something? Like they they are desperately looking for something they could steal, and that's the moment. Is like, consider it a gift. I'm like, no, no, Angela, how could you? No, I was like. I had that planned the entire time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you are evil. <laughs> Angel, Angel can stop talking about this all day today. It just, their reactions made me so happy. Oh they were so mad. <laughs> Well, I think that's it for today. I don't. I don't think we have anything else left to talk about. We want to save a couple of things yeah. for future episodes. Like we, um, we have a couple of things in store for future episodes. I got one coming up for next episode that might be. Oh, I hope it'll be easy for Pam and Angela to to get through. <laughs> but it has a lot to do with D and D and something that I've been reading. Um, I've I read, I've been reading today, and it completely fascinated me. So I'm kind of trying to make it into a, a trivia game. 
and I hope it will be. We tried <laughs> trivia games before, but uh, hopefully this will be an easy one. Yeah, not, not too bad. Anyways, you always say that, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know. And it usually fails after. I know. Yeah. Um, and I will also add that we will be going back to checking out restaurants yes. and checking out recipes. I need to eat more of a foodie. <laughs> I like it's, to eat. We, we will be bringing back the dinner check. <laughs> the dinner check is coming back. and The uh, dinner roll check. <laughs> yeah. Roll a dinner roll check. Roll a dinner check. So the big 20-sided... Murder dice. Murder dice that I have no idea where it went. It's in the garage. It's in the garage. Okay. We will resurrect <laughs> next to, it. Next to Angela's yarn, probably. No, no, no. I don't have... Well... Um. That she knows of. It's probably <laughs> she know- So... <laughs> I may have some yarn in the car, so it's technically in the garage, so I cannot say I do not have yarn in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we got to wrap up. So thanks, everybody, again, for listening to us. We're glad you came back or, you know, started listening. Uh, We have not pod faded. (laughs) Anyway, again, my name is Angela. Uh, You can find me on the Twitter sphere, sort of, uh, at Pleasant Doom. (laughs) Yes, that is my Twitter name. <laughs> At Pleasant Doom. I think that's where my you name, can find me. My name is Pam. You can find me on Twitter's Velo, though I'm not as active as I should be, at PandaCatDragon1. Um, I, you can find me on Instagram, um, also at PandaCatDragon. Edwin? You can find me not on Twitter, because I actually shut down my Twitter account and reasons. And... Um, and, uh, you can probably find me on DIY Edwin on Instagram. You might be able to find me on other places, but I have yet to, uh, figure out what they are. <laughs> Anyways. Or uh, you can also email us at dungeondiners at gmail.com. Uh, the... There's a, we, we could also, you could also find us on our Facebook page, Legend Creators. Yes. And uh, you'll soon be able to find us once again on our website of legendcreators.com. It's down right now, but we will be bringing it back up. Yes. Uh, but thanks again, everybody, for listening to episode 73 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dolls. We have a pop We have a pop <laughs> <laughs>